and welcome to the Over Underachievers, the only sports podcast in the world. I'm one of your host, Nox McCoy. Join me as always. He's out for the year after guarding LeBron James in a game of horse. It's Jason Waterfalls. I was sorry to hear that, Jason. So sorry to hear that. That was not me. That was Chet Holmgren. That was. Do you credit to me for not taking a victory lap right now about how I told both you and Andre that he's too fragile and frail and he's not going to make it in the NBA? But credit to me for not high-stepping right now because this is a sad day for Oklahoma City and Chet Holgram. So this is you not taking I'm not a victory lap. taking a victory lap and my triumphs and not, not saying things like, I told you, I called this like three years ago. Not, I'm not doing stuff like that. So I deserve credit for being like a stand-up guy, I think. So real so stand-up your point, guy. Your point is, like me, he has chicken legs and mm-hmm. that's why he got injured and no one else in the NBA, even really, really strong people ever hurt their feet. That's right. That's exactly right. So it, it, for a guy who gets injured in what was like a slow walkthrough for Space Jam 3, um, <laughs> and I saw that coming and I knew that was going to happen, and I told everybody that was going to happen, it would be rude if I was like, see, I told you so, but I'm not doing that. So I just, I feel, I'm feeling really good about myself. So feeling good. I feel like we're in a good place. The Overrunner Tears is a seeker-friendly sports show dedicated to helping those who are too busy or only have a passing interest in sports learn about what's going on in the sports realm. If you can't watch the All-22 or don't care to watch Stephen A. screaming about news items, then we are the show for you. Jason, what's good, man? I got to say, I got to say to listeners before you answer, looking great today. Sharp polo, sharp beard, looking really good. I'm seeing the golf clubs behind you. You look like you're, you're in a good place. You look like you're in a good place. We got the bubble button up all the way. We got a top nice shelf. fancy. It's a top shelf day. You know <laughs> what I mean? So we do what we do. Is this a sound dampener behind you? It's uh, It's art. It's just art. It is. For, so for listeners of the show, um, uh, you know, so my son starts school, so I have to be in a, uh, 45 minutes away from my usual office. So I have an office in Chattanooga, and I had to, you know, do some sound work here because there are ambulances outside my window, and there's a guy in the office right behind me that I found today likes to scream strangely <laughs> at weird times um, and abruptly. So, you know, got a, lot of, got a lot of soundproofing that we're working on. So we'll see how it goes today. We'll see how it goes. Uh, from, my, from my perspective, what is seeker-friendly? This is a new intro for us. You like we got that? all 22, we got Stephen A screaming, and then we got seeker friendly. Is that a is that a Harry Potter reference in that? Oh, okay. God, it kind of, I mean, I guess it is. And I'm <laughs> glad you asked that because I hadn't thought about that. That's actually some uh, evangelical parlance. Um uh it's uh it's when a church is like, hey, we're not gonna like do really heavy intellectual stuff. We just want you to come, we just want you to hang out, go to church, tithe occasionally, and we're not gonna really challenge you with a lot of uh lofty religious stuff. Which way to come and have a good time? That's what this show is, except without the. So we're a religious sports stuff. podcast now. No, not a religious sports podcast. We get. We need cl- to. We need to clarify. We need to double down and clarify this right now. If that's what you guys like, we'll do a poll. And if you <laughs> yeah. want us to be religious and sports, we can do that as well. We can pivot at all the time. So we we're fortunate enough to be on the uh, podcast feed uh, last week with last yes. week's episode. Very. So I thought you and Andre did a great job. You did a great edit on it, and a lot of the feedback was like, "Hey, we really like this kind of vibe of like I don't have to be." super in the weeds with like my sports knowledge i could just kind of come and hang out and vibe so um i thought we could bend the intro to it so um we'll do a baptism at the end of this episode so if you <laughs> want to do that hang around and we will be dunking people yeah at the end of every at the end of every episode i've been getting dunked in the cameo no. section almost weekly yes thank you been, i know no, what you were referencing getting, there you've been getting baptized in the waters of not Lake understanding Minnetonka. cameo very well right now so it's okay it's okay is it tough that you've been here for every single episode and Andre's been here for two out of the last like three months and he's already above you in the cameo standings? Yeah, it's not great. But, um, you know, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to tell you this because I don't want to jinx it, but I had a dream last night that you ripped off like 10 in a row, 10 in a row cameo Thank wins. Thank you. So, I, I mean, like we'll that you see. call that a dream, not a nightmare for you too. So that's <laughs> friendship. I appreciate you. I'm okay. I just like competition. Um, speaking of competition, let's talk about some of these uh, sports issues. Let's do some overreactions, underreactions. Jason, what are you overreacting or underreacting to this week? Well, the number one thing I'm overreacting to, maybe it's underreacting. I don't know. I, I have very mixed feelings on this. And Saban getting paid. And he got paid big. God, and yeah. I don't know. He obviously deserves it. So what's the problem? Right. And I, I'm not even bringing like, oh, state school and all that stuff. Highest paid in, you know, state employer or whatever. I, I'm, not, I'm not going that angle. How much are these college coaches going to end up making annually before something else happens with NIL, because it's kind of crazy at this point. That's a lot, lot, lot of money. He obviously deserves it. They're obviously, they probably make way, 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 way more than that. So that's just a drop in a bucket to that program in school. 
uh, compared to what Alabama football brings in. But that is a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. It is. And I just want to say, I see what you're doing, and you're trying to balance out the uh, religiosity of the first few minutes with some good old-fashioned socialism, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you bringing that balance uh, to the the situation. Straight moderate, everything down the middle, everything balanced with me, you know? Jason, the Marxist waterfalls. That's what everybody says about you. You know that. Um, you said a lot of money. It's So it is uh, $11.2 million over 10 years. I think you got a year added on to the deal. And uh, if you're wait, wondering- Wait, 11.2 per year for 10 years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That yep. would be like not a lot of money. You know, that would be like what <laughs> Ball State gets probably, I guess. Um, but if you're wondering if, you know, if you don't live in the South and uh, maybe you're like a- like a West Coast elite, you know, one of those liberals who lives in like a treehouse in Portland or something. And you're like, are people petty in the South? Well, you're dang right we're petty in the South because Nick Saban waited for Kirby to get that raise. And then he negotiated his own raise and put him just a little bit in front of Kirby. Just a little bit in front of Kirby. Let him know, I'm glad you won your title, but don't forget who the big dog is. It's your boy, Nick Saban. So <laughs> that, that was my favorite aspect was like, he can't even let Kirby have like can't let Jimbo have the recruiting classes. Can't let have let Kirby have, or, or even Lincoln Riley, like the the highest paid. He's got to be the one, and I, he deserves it. And you bring up a good point. Is it too much? Yeah, it feels like it's too much. Is it commensurate with his value and worth to the university? In no way is it, because I feel like you could triple that, and that would probably approximate what he's really actually been worth to the University of Alabama, but honestly to the mental health of people who live in Alabama who don't have a lot going for them. You know, as someone who lived there. There's not a lot to love. They talk like the food scene is great. It's not. It's fine. Um, it's like just frying something more is not good food. Um, their roads are terrible. They don't. They just. Have you ever been to a state where they're like, "Hey, we're just not going to ever repair our roads. We're like the Romans, but now, and we have the technology. But we just want to do it." That's Alabama. And you know, do you think that every state compare uh, complains about their own state's road infrastructure? Do you want to get into? A, do you want to get into intersection <laughs> podcasting with me? Do we do we want to get into the traffic health of interstate patterns? highways and, yeah. and traffic and ways and means? Yes, I would like to. I can Diverging right diamonds, now. roundabouts, raised roundabouts, Because flyovers. your boy right now has to suffer through a four-lane interstate construction that they've consolidated into two. So it turns my commute from 45 minutes into an hour, 15 minutes, both ways. It's excruciating and I hate it. But you know what, though? You know what? You know what? Uh, that gives me peace. It's like they're trying something. They're fixing something. Whereas with Alabama on I-59, there's like one, there's like just a, a sinkhole in the middle of the interstate. And they're like, hey, we're not going to fix that. Just don't fall in it. You know, that'd be your fault. That, so, was, that was a natural occurrence. We, we can't help it. So I think in terms of letting people from Alabama feel good about themselves, you could you could go triple dig, triple mil, milli dig on Nick Saban. And I feel like he'd still be worth it. You know, I think Nick Saban is like a top five paid coach in pro or college sports. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be because he's he's officially checks Pete Carroll, Andy just in Reed. Alabama. He's made over a hundred million, and that's not even taking. Two I just mean annual annual salary moving oh, forward. Yeah, yeah he's got to be. He's got to be the like, highest paid coach in the world. I, I don't know about like Euro League and stuff like that, but you know, uh, it's just it's in the mix. But I just I love that aspect. Um, I you know uh, I mentioned the Chet Holmgren. We do have to talk about this. Makes two consecutive weeks. We got to talk about Tom Brady. Um, I am underreacting to people thinking that Tom Brady legitimately left training camp, one of the most important pivotal times of a team's offseason to go beyond Fox's The Masked Singer with Ken Jeong and Robin Thicke, I think. I don't even know who else is on that show, but like that's a feasible, reasonable thing that he was like, you know what? I think I need to do this for Joel my McHale? family and for myself. Is Joe McHale on there? Okay, let's see if we can cobble together just the, the complete- one of the, One of the dolls? What is like the opposite of a murderer? Like Jenny, a pacif- Jenny McCarthy? It's not a murderer's row. It's like a pacifist row of terrible <laughs> celebrities. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking of Mark Summers from Double Dare. I know he's not on it, but he could be on it. You know, if there was like another, like does Hannah Montana have a, or does Miley Cyrus have a, Noah, si- Noah Cyrus? Is that her sister? It would be someone like her, you know? Didn't, Mar- didn't Mark Summers pass away or who, who am I thinking of? Don't do that. Don't do a dead or alive that you don't know. The definitive answer to. Okay, you know the rules. Ridiculous. I don't know the rules. What if I told you Catherine Heigl was on The Masked Singer and she was like really killing it? Nope, I'm out on Catherine Heigl. Everyone in Hollywood is out on Catherine Heigl. God, but still, Mark Summers alive. 
Like Louis C.K. is about to come back and he did stuff in front of people into a plant. Or is that Harvey Weinstein? Anyways, it's the same kind of deal. But Catherine Heigl was rude to like Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen. And, and like she's dead to us from now on. Like it's No, just it's crazy. because she saved that deer in the back of a truck in Grey's. And that's immediately when I quit her and I quit Grey's Anatomy. God, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's exactly when I quit too. I looked at <laughs> Ashley when she was doing uh, like she was counting down like the uh, – what is it? I'm, I'm, I'm blanking when you go – not mouth to mouth, but the other one with your hands and the CPR? chest. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, not mouth to mouth. I think that's also CPR. I just what don't if, think we do it anymore. You know what, though? If you're doing CPR on a deer, you might as well do mouth to mouth on a deer. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, in for a penny, in for a pound. Go ahead and just do mouth to mouth with a deer. That's when we were out as well. Wait, real quick. Mark Summers. Okay. 70 years old, alive, born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Shout Is out. Is that right? Look at that. Look, Look at, at that. you. You've got a chance of, like, hanging out with him. I feel like he looks good for his age, too. I've seen him recently like when they were reviving double dare they had to trot him out and uh he was like not happy to be there but he looked pretty good i thought he just has that great smile did you ever want to do double dare did you ever do you think oh you would have done better yes. at double dare or guts double dare definitely wow no hesitation you were like i don't no. want any piece of guts no, no thank no, you well you know what was the what was the one with the 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 legend of the tomb that Doom. was oh i don't know if that was le- i just remember guts you had to climb a mountain and get something and yes. it ended up being like I don't know if his name's Michael Malley, but it looks like Michael Malley. It was. Grew, it was Michael Malley. He like went on to be Kurt's dad on Glee, who was like angry that his son was gay, but supportive that his son was gay. So it's just very complicated. And I was like, hey, good for the host of Guts. You know, that's some good character work. That's good range. Mark Summers couldn't do that. I'll tell you that right now. Yes, he could. Don't you dare. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know. If you're, if you're just a stupid person who's like, maybe Tom Brady did go to the Mass Singer. Stop. and Get out of here. Stop listening. I'm going to ask you to go. Don't come back. Just don't ever come back. Okay. What if one of those people thing. is on the pod right now? Oh God, don't do this. <laughs> is this a, this isn't even conspiracy, Jason? This is just regular Jason, regular old fashioned Jason. Correct. Okay, explain it to me. Explain it to me. Who is Tom going to work for when he's done in the NFL? Oh, man, dang, I don't like this immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no way he missed ten. Okay, honestly, if you have to miss ten days to be on the Mass Singer, is the answer a, Fox? There's a problem. <laughs> yes, the answer is Fox. Yes, I just don't know that he would follow up Rudy Giuliani. You know, I don't feel like his agent would be like, great move, Tom. This what guy. was one of the reasons that Tom got such a big contract from Fox? To be an ambassador. He's, oh my God. I don't, uh, you were bringing facts a, to a feelings fight and I don't like it. And I want to <laughs> move would, on. What would be a great right. way to be an ambassador of Fox to be on other Fox shows? Would you be willing to put up a stake bet about this? No, I would not. Okay. I, I think okay. if he actually went and did that, it would be one of the wildest things I think that he has ever singularly done. It would honestly, it would make me reconsider everything I thought I knew about him. You know? Yes. I'd be like, that, I think Deflategate probably was real actually now that I know this <laughs> information. I mean, that being said, I don't think he needed those 10 days of training camp. I, 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 I really don't. But that'd be wild to go beyond the mass Singer. And why would it take 10 days? That's the other part. So here's my thing. I think he already had a pre-scheduled um, trip with his family or... Like, uh, oh man, I forgot his name already, but he was saying, remember when we pivoted off of like the idea that he was saying that there's a problem? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Devin White. Yeah. Devin White. That doesn't mean he couldn't have gone and done Mass Singer for a day. I don't think it would have taken 10 days. Also, I don't know how that show works. Yeah. But can't you just show up one day and then just be done that day? It wouldn't have taken 10 days. So maybe he did both. <sighs> Even if he did, if he did both, I will buy you a steak because there's just no way he did the Mass Singer. It, it, this isn't that I don't think it. It's that I'm not willing to live in a world where he does. And if we do live in a world, I do feel like I have to punish, punish myself in some way. You know what I mean? If, if he goes on there and then the Chiron on the bottom is like Tom Brady, owner of Brady brand clothing. Oh, maybe that's, all, why that's not the it. name of his brand, but I appreciate it's your just Brady. Effort. Yeah. Brady brand. The other host was Nicole Scherzinger. That was the one I couldn't remember. You guys said one of the dolls. Party. One of the what? Dolls. Pussycat dolls. Oh, you di- you didn't want to say the 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 PC word. I couldn't remember what the it. first part was. I yeah, ju- yeah, yeah. it just came I to me. <laughs> that was me <laughs> making you say the word, and that was you. I, no, I couldn't. No, I couldn't remember it, and then it just came to me. Of course, no, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. So th- that's one of mine. And then I also had I'm overreacting. That do you, do you see this news? You hear about this? You hear about this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're finally getting the fart cut. Do you know about this? The fart, fart daddy from Bluey. We're getting we're getting the Bluey fart episode. Disney, fart Daddy? Disney Plus in America, they were like, not in our America. No, thank you, sir. We 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 love liberty and we love um 
quiet, silent, but deadly flatulence. We don't like animated flatulence. And then finally, the powers that be were like, okay, you got you to gotta have the episode where Bluey allegedly um, farts on Bandit. I'm sorry, uh, Bandit allegedly farts on Bluey, and they turn it into like a court proceeding with, with Chili being the judge. Uh, they call it uh, making a fluffer or doing a brownie, I think. I'm, I'm sure I'm getting that incorrect, <laughs> but I love the, that verbiage. But we're finally getting oh, that Oh, man, episode. the things you just said, I'm going to clip and save. <laughs> Doing a fluffer or making a brownie. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just really excited to get that episode. I know it's going to crush in my household. So big fan. Did you ever figure out who Fart Daddy was? Uh, no, no. It, it, There's it, been some it, allegations that it was me. It is not. Yeah, I would I would never I would never accuse you of such a thing. That it's either it's either Marlo or no one. There's no in between here. That's my immediate answer. Yeah, it's Marlo. It's it's, it's Marlo Marlo who has. I think I said this on the podcast. She's taken over all my login. Uh, pictures so you know like normally i'll just put like the the generic picture of a dog or like a bear and like that's the one i picked to associate with my login and she has commandeered it so it's her with like a cgi'd face like with stains all over it and like a creepy face like that's everywhere on all my login screens so she's capable she has the cognitive capacity to do that but whether or not she's done i don't know i can't tell a few years ago my brother made my son cry by changing his disney plus username (laughs) to Hamilton fan, like Lewis Hamilton. And then he saw it and I started laughing hysterically because my <laughs> I shared that with my brother. Sure. And my son was so upset because he's a Ferrari fan, obviously, but yeah. he also likes Lando and Max. Does he like, how does he feel about Hamilton the musical? Because <laughs> yeah, he could have spun, spun it and been like, this is actually fine. And I'm now okay whatever the new drama is with the new Hamilton spinoff. Yeah, it's the churches can't appropriate Hamilton. Yeah. Just don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. Just quit messing with each other's usernames and pictures, you know? Yeah. Come on, it's, Fart Daddy. Like, stop it. But I am good for the Fart Daddy Bluey episode. You know, that that's that's wild. I didn't even know about the synchronicity of that. Uh, do you have any uh, underreactions or over, uh, other overreactions? I have another overreacting. I'm overreacting to people not being fair to Pimp when he was juggling on uh-huh. Hard Knocks. Oh, okay. I don't know. This he got, is very niche, but I don't know it. But I'm, I, I want to understand this. Okay. He's a rookie, and he got up there, and he's like, "I'm not telling you all my signing bonus." And they're like, "You have to." And there's like, "Okay, fifteen thousand When because he's an undrafted rookie, where uh, Aiden Hutchinson's was like twenty million, I believe. Oh. So a little bit, a little bit different there. Yeah. Uh, but my, my man Pimp, um, his name is Cleo Pimpton. He's a wide receiver, and he needed to come up and sing. And he, and he came up, and he said, I'm not singing in front of anybody. And so he brought three tennis balls, and he just started juggling them. And they were like, this, this is not going to work, okay? This is not going to work. And so he started juggling. And then he started doing tricks with his juggling, which weren't okay. the most advanced tricks, but they were pretty good. And then everybody had a great time. So be nice to jugglers, ultimately. Not juggalos. Be nice to jugglers, ultimately, is the point here. I've actually, Aaron gave me a lecture on this. Evidently, juggalos are chill too. Like certain juggalos. Oh. Not, uh, not all juggalos. Hashtag not all juggalos. Some are bad, but some are good. That's what she told me in a Bible Binge episode. I know strange, but I just take it up with her if you have issues with that. Tape. I love that. I love yeah. that. So yeah, I, I mean, I like juggling the, uh, is a skill. Ex- accept it. I will, I will agree though. If you are, if this is a arena or an event where you are supposed to impress me and all you are doing is juggling, like missionary position juggling, that's not acceptable. I need more. I need more from you. I need he a little did some cool stuff. He dropped a couple, but then he, then he didn't catch it. Then he didn't drop a couple. So the, and the crowd went wild. So what That's was great. the problem? Not everybody has to sing. What's your, do you, have you ever, I, I know this answer to this question. Have you ever attempted to juggle or like learn how to juggle? Answer is yes. <laughs> right. Do you, I, just wait, I, don't, you I don't know how, how much you actually you know about this. I, 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 I'm going off vibes and assumptions right now. So, so educate there was me, a per, There was a performance in the church that you and I both used to attend together. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the commoners in the city streets and I was doing juggling, a juggling act. <laughs> I don't remember this. I do not yep. have any recollection of this. Oh yeah. During, during, during the, you know, the setup and the, well, just walking around the aisles juggling and, Juggling with another friend of ours that taught me how to juggle. So yeah, there's I've actually juggled in front of people. Is is the bit that you're terrible at it? And like that's no, the what are, are you good? Like are, do you? I go, can pass to other people. Oh, for real? Like do you do oranges? Do you like bowling pins? Like what's the what's we the did limit? Just like uh, bags of sand. I've done like a, a <laughs> tissue, a shoe, and a tennis ball before. Like juggling random items together. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I you feel know like what you're I not am? believing me right now, and I don't like this attitude. No. I, 
I 100% believe you. I was just thinking of how I juggle and it's brute force, you know? <laughs> I just, I don't, you know, like there's a Are you choreography just a normal to juggling? juggling. Yeah. See, I just yeah. go like right hand passes to left hand, left hand throws it really high in the air, and then right hand catches it and throws it back to the left hand. Like there's no like whimsy or uh, uh, kind of like uh, elegant choreography to it. It is just pure American passion. That's how I juggle. So When's I'm, the last I'm in, time you I'm juggled? Oh, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll do it for my kids every now and then just to like try to impress them vaguely. I'll go one hand juggle, you know, they really like that. You can do two on that. You know, sometimes I'll pass it around. Sometimes, no, don't. <laughs> You're the one talking about juggling balls in church and I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I respected you. I need you to respect me. Uh, I can also do off the ground juggling. Have you seen that? Where you're throwing them down instead of throwing them up? I've not. I, this is blowing my mind right now. So I just, Pixar doesn't. Let's move on. Through. Another underreaction I have is stadium golf. So okay. Tiger and Rory, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy um, started a company, something called Tomorrow Entertainment. I don't remember, but it's yeah. TMRW. Do you know why? TMRW. I don't. Tiger, McElroy, Rory, Woods. Okay. I feel like they it is. worked a little too hard to make the make the letters make a word, you know? So yep. yes, I they did. Know. Yes, they did. But here we are. And I'm underreacting because I'm afraid that I am going to absolutely love this and it's not going to be good. So I'm underreacting right now. I'm setting the bar very low. It's going to basically be watching professional golfers play top golf, but in some kind of a stadium setting, and they're going to have three on th- three people on a team and six teams and all this stuff. It's going to be on Monday nights. So this is PGA Tours way of trying to get back at live golf. Okay. Um, this is innovation like, from the PGA yeah, Tour. I think it's happening in 2024, but um, I'm excited. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to calm myself down because any special golf events like this, like night golf, uh, shootouts, you know, stuff like that. We need to have a golf all-star weekend, you know, stuff like this. Make golf fun again is, is, I guess, what I'm saying here. I'm trying to talk myself into this because when I watch, like, the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers play Josh Allen and other guy, the problem I get is there's just too much lag time, and they have to fill that with, like, way too much effort. But if, so if this is a more rapid kind of event where it's just, like, we're just ripping off shots here, and I don't have to wait for you to walk, like, 100 yards and then figure out what club we're going to use, I feel like that could work. I feel like that's yeah, I mean that that's I mean they're going to be fairly stationary. I think there's going to be a putting component as well. Um when you were talking about the quarterbacks there, I actually thought you meant like the skills competitions and I was going to mm-hmm. have to come at you pretty hard because I absolutely love the skills competitions. Of course you do. Of course you do. Yeah, I watch nothing, them. Nothing wrong with that. Every single season and I love them so much, but you meant uh when the when those guys go out golfing together. Yeah, there's definitely a lull after they all drive and then they get to their balls and then they figure out what their next shot's going to be and all that. So yeah, I do understand that. I'm hoping this is way faster paced. Uh, since it's not on a real course. Because when you first were talking about it, I thought this is like watching your friend do virtual reality and that just doesn't feel interesting to me. I'm not interested in that. Um, I'm also, that's just a real... Hold, hold on, hold on. You wouldn't want to watch Scotty Bobo's in virtual reality? Um, No, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Come on. No, because there, it's just too much. It's lag time, right? Like I just need action, you know? Look, I get it. I have a short attention span now with my entertainment options and I just don't want to watch someone waste my time right so i just need i need if this is something where you these the old home run derbies with like mickey Mantle would uh face off against like willie mays and it would just be like the hits the home runs that was great this if it's slow pace like i'm just i'm just not interested to it man like i'm not into it i'm excited for it golf in prime time with a different format i'm all in I'm just honestly, I'm really off put by the human centipede of uh, of letters that they went in to make the name <laughs> of this thing, and I feel like that is fundamentally an issue that will transfer itself to other aspects of this sport and entity. You know, um, another uh, thing I'm overreacting to. I'm just, I'm really, I, I don't understand this, and I did a couple cursory Googles to try to understand it, um, and I still didn't get any uh, any uh, I don't know uh, level of like understanding. It's Nebraska is playing this weekend in Ireland. Nebraska is in Ireland. Why? Why is Nebraska in Ireland? Why did Nebraska go to? Why isn't Notre Dame in Ireland? You know. And who are they playing? Um, well, Notre Dame has played there a couple of times. Northwestern, I think they are playing. Yeah, Northwestern. You're correct. Yeah, I just maybe, I don't understand. Maybe there's some connection to Northwestern who, who Nebraska is playing. 
to but Ireland. Why, why are we in Dublin? Like, what? I understand when the NBA, when the NFL does this because they're trying to expand the league. But like, why would you take the most landlocked Middle America of Middle America teams? and go to Ireland with it. You know, is this like... I don't know. If I, anybody knows the answer out there, definitely tag us in it because it's pretty wild. I get why they're going to Dublin because they've hosted Notre Dame and they've hosted other football games before. There's an interest for it for college football, uh, I guess, over there. Um, but why Nebraska and Northwestern got picked to go do it, I, I'm totally with you. I, I don't understand. Is this? Are, are we trying to make people from Ireland want to watch college football? Because this is not two teams I would send over there. You know, or maybe know. they already do want to watch it. Maybe I don't know. the The biggest takeaway I had though is, I don't I don't want something bad to happen on this trip, but I do want something dramatic to happen to this trip. And that's because when I think of Scott, like you know, like when you think of a a, a person or a thing or an entity, like there's a specific iteration of what you think about, right? Like uh, when you think of Pat Riley, you think about a version of Pat Riley. It might not be the most accurate version of Pat Riley. It might be Adrian Brody in the HBO show that you're thinking of, but you are thinking about Pat Riley, right? When I think about Scott Frost, I don't think about Scott Frost. I think about Jesse Plemons. That's who I think about. So it's like it's sitting right there. So I need something dramatic to happen so we can cast Scott Frost as Jesse Plemons and we can have like just like, like a cool story. Like it has to be something better than this is a team that just wins, just loses Big Ten games by one score. It needs to be like there was a hostage situation and Scott Frost like kicked a terrorist in the balls and like saved the day. <laughs> Boom. Now I'm watching that movie. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe that's going to happen. They're going sightseeing, you know, and all kinds of different things could happen. See, it would be better if Georgia was in the mix somehow and then we could get Kirby Smart played by the kid who uh, was in Jerry Maguire, you know, but it has to be that kid. Like it can't be grown up version of that kid because they have the same haircut, you know, like it has, I, I want to see that kid coaching Georgia with that same fourth grade haircut that Kirby Smart still has despite making over a hundred million dollars in 10 years. Jo- Jonathan Lipnicki. Whoa, good pull. That's a good pull. That's a really good pull. I don't know what he's up to these days, but uh, let's do uh, let's do a quick ad and we'll come back and do our surrender covers. A quick break to talk to you about one of our fake sponsors, Ring Video Doorbells. Ring Video Doorbells with the latest in self-surveillance innovation that allows Amazon to invade your domestic privacy in exchange for you getting to watch from anywhere in the world as FedEx and UPS drivers deliver packages to your front door. Will these consumeristic impulse buys fill that cavity for me in your derelict soul? Of course not, but at least you can know as soon as they arrive. For me personally, we have a Ring Video Doorbell, and we also have a camera on the side of our house that works correctly for approximately six random minutes each month. <laughs> what those six minutes... <laughs> What six minutes those will be, there's no way to know, but we rest a little easier knowing that we are protected by Ring Video. But there's more. Are you interested in 90% of the alerts being sent to your phone, just footage of a big truck going fast by your house? Or waking up every morning to a notification from Ring telling you that another Ring user who lives 86 miles away from you had a strange man on their front porch? Well, then Ring Video Doorbells is the service for you. To see what the fuss is about, go to ringvideo.com slash fast. That's ringvideo.com slash <laughs> Slash B I G T R U C K F A S T. And now back to the show. <laughs> I love it when my flag is flying yeah. in, in front of my uh, video doorbell and it's just like, hey, there's a person here. Hey, there's a person here. Hey, there's a person here. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you missed 62 notifications from Ring. I'd be like, I don't know. I feel like we have AI technology that should be like, hey, I think that's a flag. I'm not going to do this every single time. It's ridiculous. The best is when I get an alert. So then you click on the alert and then it like goes a couple of seconds before the alert actually happened. Yeah. And then there's just a spider that just like crawls in from the top <laughs> and then just sits there for a second and then crawls back, back up out of frame. <laughs> The ratio of like useful intel I've gotten from, as opposed to like alerts I've gotten is like one out of 150,000. The only time that was useful was when a neighbor of ours moved in and the neighbor happened to have lived next to my mom when she was a child and the neighbor also likes to drink. So she brought a pie and she kept calling Ashley my mom's name um, and I got to watch this all from ring video and uh, that was worth it probably worth it so worth it to watch your inebriated neighbor talk to your spouse and call them your mom's name (laughs) ringvideo.com slash mom's name (laughs) m-o-m-n-a-m-e-s uh all right jason what is your surrender cobra of the week my surrender cobra this week is notre dame is currently an underdog to ohio state at ohio state Number two, number five teams. Seems okay, right? Seems reasonable. That number is currently minus 16. That's a big number. I get it that we're at Ohio State, but minus 16? That's giving Brian Kelly a lot of credit. 
A so lot you of jump, credit. have you jumped on that already? Um, I'm hoping that it actually goes up because I would love, love, love to get Notre Dame plus 17 and a half. That's what, that's what I would love to try to find, um, near, near even odds uh, on that. But if I have to See, buy a couple of points, I will. I feel like we did this last year with Ohio state. Uh, and I don't remember who they played. It might've Oregon. I don't, was it, but they ended up getting beat by Oregon. Um, but it was their first game of the year. And it was like, obviously, this is the pick. And then they I don't know that they covered. Or if they covered, it was like laid into it. I feel like Notre Dame, I feel like Notre Dame isn't that bad. And I feel like Marcus Freeman, it, really, you're just kind of buying is Marcus Freeman in over his head. And if so, like this is going right. to be an easy route. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a little more competitive than that. Yeah, it was Oregon. Ohio State lost by seven to Oregon. In the opener of the season? Uh, the second game they played, uh, Minnesota first, but yeah. Oh, okay. See, I think I had money on the Minnesota game and I was oh, like, okay. sweating by, the whole time. They won by 14. Yeah. Now I know Ohio State's good. So oof, 16. Yeah. But what, what does that mean? Yeah, they are good, but how good? And, and they're 16 better, 16 points better than Notre Dame, who is also good. I get it. Notre Dame's not winning the college playoff. Okay. That's fine. That's not where my standards are, but minus 16 for an I, opener. And, and I do feel like offenses are a little slower to start. You know, a little more sluggish at the beginning of the season. So that's having a lot of faith that they're going to put up a lot of points on a Notre Dame defense that I don't think it's going to be that bad. So I think I'm going to join you there. I'm going to I'm going to be right there with you. Um, my surrender cover of the week is uh, Sly Stallone. Um, have you seen any news associated with Sly Stallone recently? No. He's getting divorced. He's getting divorced? He's getting divorced. He's getting divorced. You know why? You know what did it? No. Got a new dog. He got a new dog. What? He was so he was talking to his wife. He's like, I would like to get a new dog. She's like, I really don't want a new dog. And then the next day he came home with a dog. It was like a Rottweiler. And she was like, That's it. I'm getting a divorce. And that so <laughs> it makes me think either his his wife is a woman of principle. And like I literally said, Don't do this, and you did it. So I have to divorce you. Or it wasn't about the dog, you know? It's just <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back. Do you want to know where I vote? <laughs> <laughs> is it the first one? It's definitely the first one. <laughs> Definitely the second one. <laughs> I just, and he's like, not only, if you're wondering, like, maybe they're going to get back together, his Instagram posts are like, I'm so excited to have my new companion, this dog that he names <laughs> after his character from the upcoming Taylor Sheridan show he's in, like the King of Tulsa. It's like Dwight or something. Like Dwight's the best thing that ever happened to me, romantically or otherwise. Like it's supposed <laughs> like that. Have you ever, are you following him on Instagram, by the way? I'm not, but I, this is what, what I was going to bring up is I've seen a couple of, short clips, reels, whatever, over time of like his daughters videoing him okay. when he's like driving or when they're just poking fun at him. And it seems pretty playful and fun. I don't sure. know if that's the direction you're going, but. No, no, he's a, he's a good character. He's a good character on his Instagram. Over under 10 million followers on Instagram. Um, Under. It's over 15 million. 15 million followers Ooh, on Instagram. Yeah. Way over. Now, over under of his most recent 12 pictures, last 12 pictures, how many show him, feature him prominently in those pictures. I'm going to set the over under at 10 and a half. Under. A lot of the dog, I'm assuming? No, it's on... over. It's 12. 12 out of 12. All him. All him. Well, it's on, on his Instagram. Why wouldn't it? You set that up like there's going to be a trick. No, you, there's just... You played I think there's, me. There's like a certain... There's like a, like, a, like a golden ratio of narcissism that correlates oh, to the amount of pictures and stories you have and like I your mean, face in them, you know? <laughs> he has been a... A celebrity for fifty years or whatever it's been. So I just I'm starting I'm starting to like understand his wife a little more, you know. So a oh my God, it, you're a taking my wife's side in this? Yeah, you can't just bring a Rottweiler in someone's house without their approval, you know. Like there are some basic you've social mores ch- we have you've to. You've changed. Are you a cat guy now? No, I'm not. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, let's let's get to uh, some for real over unders. And this week we're doing the NFC North and the AFC North. Uh, let's start NFC North. Uh, so we're talking about the Detroit Lions, uh, the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings. Their win totals. Um, Jason, I'm going to ask you who is your bet your life team uh, in their total? Green Bay Packers over eleven. Absolutely. Over eleven. Oh yeah, you you don't like that? Twelve <sighs> and five. Well, they My were. My buddy 13... did say we have to we have to remember. Again, maybe it wasn't me, but as a team, we need to remember it's a 17-game season. First of all, how dare you? Secondly, <laughs> uh, they so they won 13 games last year, lost their best receiver. Um, their lost, offensive line is not Lost good. their two best receivers. Yeah, that's actually true. They're, have you seen who their receivers are? It's not looking great. This is really just a bet on Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and, and the coach. Yeah, and Matt LaFleur. <sighs> okay. And Rich, and Rich Basicchia do, being special teams that coach there now. 
Love the way you said his name. No one knows if it's true, if like that's how you say it or not. You're not even rich, but um, I, I appreciate the commitment. I, I don't disagree with you vociferously. I am sure this is going to be like we look up and they're a two seed and they've won 12 games, you know? Exactly. I can, I can totally see that happening. Or I can see this as being the year where more like the San Francisco playoff game where when Aaron Rodgers' options are limited, he's not a very good quarterback suddenly. But I think their roster is pretty solid. So I, I don't know which way to go on this. I'm, 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 none of that swayed me. I'm on the over. I think this conference is not that great. I also think the Lions are going to be over, but that's more betting with my heart than my mind. Okay. With my okay. mind, Packers over. I think the Bears are going to stink. Their line is six and a half, and under six and a half is minus 190, which means that Vegas thinks that it's going to be under six and a half. And I, I'll piggyback on that. They are 100% going to be under six and a half because they are terrible. They are god awful. They let, Good players go, starters go. I think this is this is called uh, the sabotage Justin Fields year, so they can draft their own quarterback. You know, so uh, that's going to be. And the Lions are also at six and a half. You're telling me the Lions and the Bears are going to be the same team this year? I'm not buying it. The Lions will have more wins than the Bears. I wish I could bet that. Okay, here's the here's the problem. You got to get the Lions at seven, and I just don't know if they can get to seven. That's a big number. Seven and ten, they can get there. The Bears okay, are bad. I, they play them twice. Packers play the Bears twice. Like I don't think the Vikings are going to be much better this year. I think they're another year away. And and Kevin O'Donnell, O'Connelly. How dare you, Kevin O'Connell? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Connolly. From, there's there are so many. Is this popular... the same guy that was E on Entourage? Oh my gosh, that's Ke- so okay. I'm glad you made that point. There are so many Kevin and then adjacent Con last names popular in the culture right now. There's like Kevin O'Connor. Kevin Connolly, Kevin O'Connell, and there's uh, there's another Kevin like who works for the Ringer. So it's just too many Kevins. Um, but I think this guy's actually pretty good. And I think I actually I just had an epiphany from God while you were talking. Um, we're seeker friendly, so we want anybody. But we're also we, we are our spiritual gift is prophecy right now. And I just received a word from the Lord that uh, the Vikings are going over, Bears are under, Packers are under, Lions are over. That's just what God told me. So. I, you know, I don't know if you want to interpret that, but who's the only one you said over? Uh, Vikings over, Lions over, Packers under, Bears under. No, no, you've, you're, you're worried not about me. it's the not Pack- me, it's God, it's not me, it's God, it's Yahweh. <laughs> Take it up with Yahweh, bro. <laughs> I'm not addressing that directly. You <laughs> and your sources are saying Which is that God, the Packers yeah. aren't going to win 12, but the Vikings are going to win 10. They didn't say, um, but I'm getting a sense from the Holy Spirit that they're saying it's push around 11. It's going to be right on 11. That's what they said. Stake bet. What do you want to do here? The Packers will have two more wins than the Vikings. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not objective about this. I'm not reasonable about this. You know what I mean? So just I'm, because I'm, of the wide I receivers understand in Green Bay? No, because of Aaron Rodgers and his stupid freaking mustache and his stupid freaking hair. It makes me so right. mad. It makes me so upset and bothered. Aaron Rodgers is now Tom Cruise for me. I am completely over all of the off-field stuff. He is incredible on the field. Tom Cruise is incredible on film. I do not know what he has going on in his personal life. I got to tell you, at some point, that's going to come back to backfire on me. But man, when this guy is in movies, I freaking love him. Aaron Rodgers on the field, don't look at his face, and he's incredible. Okay, I understand the problem now. I understand the disconnect. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Cruise. Aaron Rodgers is the bizarro Tom Cruise because it would be like if Tom Cruise was only in the tabloids and anytime he did make a movie, it flamed out. That's Aaron Rodgers, right? He's good at making noise. He's not good at winning championships. You know what I mean? No, but that's the thing. Name Tom Cruise's big movies except for Mission Impossible and then obviously the new Top Gun. Uh, uh, Born on the 4th of July. Uh, no, no, Jerry I mean McGuire. like recently, recently. All the right moves. That's what I'm saying. Um, Aaron Rodgers had that Super Bowl early and then nothing for a long time, right? But he did have some MVPs in there. I think the ultimately the, the movies. That's why I already, said, I already said those. Those are franchises and they're the best and I love them. Listen, I think the ultimate point here is Tom Brady is equivalent to The Rock and Aaron Rodgers is equivalent to Tom Cruise. Boom, who, solved it. Who do you think could juggle better, Tom Cruise or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Listen, if you think that Tom Cruise can't do all of the juggling moves, you're lying to yourself. I, I see. Okay. And if he right. can't, t- two days later, you know, someone he just sees someone juggles at one of Jimmy Kimmel's pizza football watching parties, mm-hmm. and then like two days later, he's he's already written a script for a juggling movie. He's starring in. Have, did you see that uh, they're going to make a Les Grossman movie? 
Uh, they want to, and that makes me really upset, and I don't want that. But um, I was honestly, well, I thought you were going. Grossman juggles. See, I thought you were going uh, juggling juggalos, um, and it's Tom Cruise as a juggalo, you know, and like he goes full method. The difference is, I think Aaron Rodgers can juggle right now. I feel like if it was right now, and they were here, and we're like juggle now, Aaron Rodgers would be like, great, I'm good to go. I can do like, um, I can do whirly gigs, I can do Husker do's, I can do Husker don'ts, like I can do the whole thing. I think Tom Cruise can't, but he'd be like, give me a week. And I'll be the second best juggler in the world. And I'll do fire. I can do fire too. So Almost I think all F1 different. drivers can juggle. Wow, man. I almost put a Daniel Ricardo or D. Yeah. I don't know what the plural or Daniel the singular Ricardo. is. Isn't he going some, he's leaving and he's doing something different. And that was on my <laughs> newsfeed. And that, that's F1. That's F1 with Knox. So <laughs> come back next week and we'll break that down even more. Uh, so um, uh, what's your, so your upset special would be lines over. I would say. That's correct. Yep. I bet my life is Packers over. My upset special is Lions over. I think my upset special is going to be Vikings over. Yeah, that's crazy to me. It's nine. crazy. I think, look, I I think you can't underestimate how uh, I patched Mike Zimmer with a bad attitude, with a bad, not just like a bad attitude, a bad boomer attitude. That's not a fun workplace vibe, you know? And I feel like this guy, there's a lot of, I've read uh, a little bit of stuff about uh, the guy, Kevin O'Connell, he's going to use Justin Jefferson like he used Cooper Cup, slot receiver. Justin Jefferson played slot at LSU, good blocker. So I feel like there's going to be some breakout opportunities. I feel like Kirk Cousins is fine, not great. Um, Dalvin Cook, I think he's okay. I think they're, it's a pretty decent roster, and I think they're going to beat up on the Bears. I feel like they might take one from the Packers this year. I feel like they'll be okay with the Lions. And otherwise, I don't think the schedule is that bad. So I, could, I think they can. this is going to be one of those weirdo teams that improves, they're not going to go far in the playoffs, but I can see them. I can see them winning 10 games, you know? Um, so what so are what we do bad we boys agree? for life? Yeah, what do we agree on here? Nothing. <sighs> I mean, no, I, we agree on Lions. Uh, Lions over. Okay, okay. Well, I, I mean, I don't. I don't, right? I don't agree on that. I don't believe that, but I want that, right? Part of gambling is entertainment, you know? So I want to root for that. I want to root for the Lions going over. Okay, I mean, I get it. It's from the heart for me too. No, but honestly, I, I just... I Bad don't boys see for them life going is, six and eleven. Bad boys for life is bears under. That's that's yeah. such a oh, that's such yep. a gimme. You're right. You're right. That's such a gimme. Um, but I will also in, in in an expression of friendship and support, I will join you on a Detroit Lions overbet as well, and we will juggle those things together. Do you see what I did there? You what get a it? transition. Get it. <laughs> um, okay, let's do AFC North over unders. We have the Speaking Ravens. Speaking of juggling the- quarterbacks, Woof. AFC North. Woof. Uh, Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. This was this was tricky for me because the num- there's not a big range of numbers. You know, they're all kind of bottlenecked a little bit. So really, it depends on your read of how the season's going to go and really how the quarterbacks are going to go. So uh, what jumped out at you as a bet your life? Uh, under eight and a half for the Browns. Yeah, that feels right. That feels right. I don't Just know. Just a weird season for them. I, I actually kind of like Jacoby Brissett. He just never happened, right? Like it's right. like fetch. Fetch should have happened, but it never happened. Obviously, and then yes. Jacoby Brissett should have happened and just never happened. The only thing that scares me is that if that running game is really good in Cleveland, they might just be okay. Because obviously, Miles Garrett is a beast. But I just, I don't know. It's just not looking promising and cohesive, and et cetera. A lot of clouds. A lot of clouds. Um they're and talented. I want to root. And I want to root against the root against them. I think it's very fun to root against the Browns. And now we all have a unifying reason to do so. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask this: Where who who is winning this division for you? Uh, that well, we'll get to that. That's okay. 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 So we'll get obviously to that. obviously Mitch Trubisky in the Steelers, but we can sure. get into it. I'm just yeah. Do, do we need to talk about the live thread of texts I sent you guys while I watched Mason Rudolph play the Jacksonville Jaguars? That was kind of rough. I saw him commit a safety in the end zone and then uh, ground ball like six throws in a row. So I don't think Mason's going to win that job is, is what I'm is what I'm saying right now. I've been saying this since since uh, Mitch signed there. You know what you what they think about Mason Rudolph when they not only sign Mitch Trubisky and intend to make him the starter, but then they go out and draft a highly touted kind of local kid. I mean, played in the same stadium, but not necessarily local, local. But what does that say about Mason Rudolph? It's not great. It's not great. It's not great. No, no. And the play doesn't uh, doesn't help either. You know, I'm just really – so I I think I'm I'm big on the Bengals this year. Okay? I know that's probably smart or stupid because – Super Bowl runner-up traditionally. I don't, don't know do well. them and the Ravens. Like, what do we do here? 
I don't like the, I don't I don't believe in Lamar. Okay, I feel like I just want to say that. Uh, I, I feel like that's controversial, but he is not as. I feel like he is less and less available than he usually is. He is prone to get dinged up, and I don't like that. I like consistency. Um, there's some weird stuff with him and his contract and the Ravens. I don't love that. The receivers, they're not good. But you're you're buying into the institution of the Ravens, so that alone might be worth 10 wins. I like the Bengals. I like what they did on the offensive line. I'm a big believer. I'm sure that's going to blow up in my face. Really, this is I believe in Joe Burrow. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. So I And the, and the line's 10, so at plus 100 – over 10 and then you push it 10 i'm in let's bad boys for life this i'm in okay i'm in 11 but i know 11 and 6 i know this is like hubris because 11 wins from the Bengals. it's like what are you doing man you you know certain things are true and the Bengals are not going to win 11 games i don't I know Joe i Burrow don't know that that's true they went to this freaking super bowl last year yeah I'm not saying they're, going, they're not they might not even they might not even make it you know past the first round of the playoffs but i think they're going to be okay in the regular season I think but they're going to be better in the regular season than they were last year in the regular season. I agree. I agree. More continuity. I think Joe Burrow is going to throw the ball more. And I think this is a year where the AFC North is a little in flux. I feel like the Ravens aren't necessarily as good as they usually are. The Browns are certainly going to be down for a while. And the Steelers, I think the tricky part with the Steelers that I'm interested in talking about is, so Mike Tomlin is just good at not going under 500. He's just good at having winning seasons. This whether where you sit on this line is, um, I mean, they still go over and uh, have a losing the season technically. Yeah. But um, uh, where where do you land on the Steelers' prospects? Whether it's with Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett this year, because of Mike Tomlin, almost specifically, and I like several of their wide receivers, just like Pittsburgh. Just the Steelers just load up on wide receivers every single year. It's nothing new. It's not a new opinion or anything, but the Steelers over seven and a half is plus 100. Yep. Give it to me. Eight and nine. That's all I got to do. It's fine. Let's do it. Yeah. I think I'm willing to pay that tax too, because I, I've been really skeptical of Mike Tomlin in the past, but I think over the last couple years, managing big Ben's last few seasons where he's not very good and them still being competitive. I've been super impressed with that. I don't know that he's ever going to be elite, elite game management and tactics, but I think in terms of like, Developing talent and running a locker room. I don't know that there's anyone better than Mike Tomlin. Well, and think so about this. What if he someone else could pop up? But what if he finally doesn't have Antonio Brown mm-hmm. created controversy and dramatics? Juju created controversy and dramatics. Le'Veon Bell, same thing. Big Ben. It's always about Big Ben, right? Like, what if all of those guys are finally gone? And now they can do Mike Tomlin team type stuff. We'll see if somebody else pops up, but this might be the year that we see what Mike Tomlin can really do as a coach. It's a great point. It's just while you're talking, I was thinking about Mike Tomlin giving an impassioned plea to Mitch Trubisky to please God throw the ball further than five yards downfield. And Mitch Trubisky looking at him, you know, sometimes like when you're uh, like in, in the country and you see like a dairy cow staring at you from the field. That's kind of how Mitch Trubisky interacts with people, I think. And just be like, what is Mike Tomlin going to do with that? What's, how's he going to handle that? <laughs> but if there's anybody that can handle that, who's it going to be? No, actually, Mitch Trubisky might be what breaks Mike Tomlin. Because Mike Tomlin could be like, I can deal with <laughs> theatrics and histrionics and diva personalities. I can't deal with this cow-eyed captain checkdown. I think I need a break from the league. I need to do a Sean Payton right now. I Mitch, get out of here. it's Mike. I'm right in front of you. I'm looking right at you. Can you hear me, buddy? Mitch, are you comprehending what I'm saying? Mitch, yeah, this is a gun. And if you don't throw it further than 10 <laughs> yards, I am going to shoot you. So the decision is yours, my guy. I just, I, I, I just, what a world. What a world that Mitch Trubisky's still getting checks. Um, okay, so Bad Boys for Life is Bengals. Bengals over. Upset Special is... Steelers I'm go, over. I'm going to go Raven. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens under. I'm going to go Ravens under. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Ravens under. Okay. I feel good about that. Um, you want to run through some of these NCAA, uh, you know, just in organizing the episodes, we're not like going to do a pack, uh, pack 10 or whatever they're called now, uh, centric episode, but you I know, want to the, poll, the poll just said, we just, no one cares about it. Pack I mean, 27 yeah. anymore. Pretty much, pretty much. So uh, I, I want to cherry pick some notable teams that we weren't going to get to and, and talk about them briefly here. Um, and really, we don't have to talk about each of them. We just do the Bet Your Life, Upset Special, Bat Boys for Life. What was the uh, – well, first I want to ask you about Notre Dame. The number is uh, eight and a half. I, I feel like you think they're going to go over. Is that fair? That's correct. 
Yes. How how correct. confident do you feel about that? Minus 135. I wish that was a little bit juicier, to be honest. Uh, Vegas is thinking it, they're more likely to go over than under. I'm enjoying that. But I feel like I'm taking a risk, especially based on what you, Andre, others in my life believe that this Notre Dame team is going to end up being. I think I'm just staying really positive because I love Marcus Freeman. But I also think they just have a good team. I'm not arguing that they have a great team, but I think that they get to nine freaking wins. So that, that's my Notre Dame speech for now. We're going to, we're uh, going to find out a lot in that first game. And then it's not going to define Notre Dame's season or Ohio state's season, because what if they both play well? Right. I mean, it's like, uh, think about Clemson, Georgia beginning of, you know, that that was a crazy situation and one team just had to end up winning. Right. So I, you know, I'm, I think I'm, the the original news about Marcus Freeman, I was pretty dubious about. I thought, mm, I don't know about this. But the more I've heard other people talk about him, and they're very they're uh, adamant that he's going to be a great coach. I've been I've been wooed a little bit. So really, this is Notre Dame has the Ohio State game, the Clemson game, the USC game. If they lose all three, they're nine and three. So it's just counting on them not slipping up like with BYU or North Carolina or something. I don't think they will. I think they'll probably lose the game supposed to lose when the game's supposed to win. So I feel like this is a, a slide over. Or they might lose one of those big three games. Excuse me. They might win at least one of those big three games based on how you were kind of lay, laying it out there. They might win one of those big three games and then lose one of the other nonsense games. And then they're still at nine wins. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that happening. Um, of the rest of this, USC is at nine and a half. Clemson's at 10 and a half. Oregon's Under. at eight and a half. Uh, Miami's at eight and a half. What, what would be the bet your life out of the rest of it? I think right now, I just don't know what's going on in Miami. I don't know mm-hmm. if I trust Chris Bowl this season. Yeah. Seems like they're going to have a pretty stacked team next season. Yeah. But I, th- I think my, my bet my life right now is on the Miami under. Okay. And I think that that's going to still be a pretty good season for them. And they're really building for next year. You know, the the case for Miami is their schedule is not too shabby. They uh yep. they've they've draw Texas AM and then they've got Clemson and Pittsburgh at the end. Other than that, it's not much happening. Uh I you know, I kinda landed on over for a Clemson because that number's ten and a half. They play twelve games. Um I can see them, you know, having a also weirdo. a favorable schedule, of course. Just the ACC. the ACC is should be called the favorable schedule conference. You know, yep. um, Notre Dame's going to be a test, and Miami will be a test if they can get past one or both of those. They're smooth sailing. Um, Oregon, that's another one. I feel like they'll be okay. I don't have a good enough read on them, and I don't. I don't know Dan Lanning. I know they get Georgia. That's tough, um, and I don't. I, I'm not familiar enough with them, so I'd probably stay away from them. But I can see. I kind of like the. Um, I kind of like the USC under. You know? I do too. Oh, I do too. Make it bad boys. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, no shade to anybody else. There's just so much turnover there. And I know. Well, there's a lot of turnover and there's a lot of turmoil with the Big Ten thing. There's just a lot of available distractions right now for that team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like college is so limited on the exposure and the ability to do reps and like learn the playbook that uh, I feel like that will manifest probably early. And then USC and Miami, I, I would bet on them long term, but just not this year. So I feel like we're pretty aligned on that. So bad boys on USC under, under. Notre Dame over Clemson over. I like that. I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, okay, we're about to do. Let's do a cameo close spin before we do that. This episode is brought to you by Cracker Barrel to Go, one of the iconic chain restaurants of the South. Cracker Barrel combines the folksy appeal, small town general stores, with the added allure of home cooked meals. Me personally, I like the chicken fried chicken and the Uncle Herschel's breakfast. Jason, do you have a favorite meal from Cracker Barrel? You know, I recently ate at Cracker Barrel, and you know what I got there? You would never hmm. guess it. In the middle of Tennessee, in Cracker Barrel, I got shrimp, and it was delicious. Bold move. Ta- that is a bold move. <laughs> They're serving they're serve beer now. Do you know that? They serve beer. I, I, yeah, I was, I was, we were driving, so I did not partake. But uh, yeah, I got, the, I got the shrimp at Old Cracker Barrel, and this is what we're doing now. Here well, we are. D- you know what the good news is? Uh, Cracker Barrel isn't just meant to be enjoyed at the restaurants. You can also get it to go, too. That's right. You can bring all your favorite comfort food meals home any night of the week. My favorite part of Cracker Barrel to go is that you never know what crucial aspect of your order that they're going to leave out. Really keeps you on your toes and is a fun surprise for when you get home. Uh, we've had an order of pancakes show up with just a bottle of syrup and bacon. No pancakes, though. And we've also had an order for a veggie plate with four different vegetables arrive with uh, just a giant container of corn. So just four servings of corn. So when we said green beans, carrots, dumplings, and corn, they heard corn, 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 corn. 
You asked for variety, and they said, sir, we know what you like the best, and we're going to give you a lot of it. One time Crack a barrel I called, to go. <laughs> Listen, this is a true story. One time I called to place the order, and I said, hey, you know, I, you know, I did the kids' order, and I was like, and I, I'm going to get a house salad with extra croutons. And they said, sure. And I said, you know, not to be high maintenance, but I, I just really want to make sure that I get those extra croutons. So I want the regular <laughs> amount of croutons that you put on a salad traditionally. And then I would also like a separate container with the extra croutons inside that container. Does that make sense? Yeah, you've and gone like, too yeah, far. Totally. Yeah, you've gone too far now. No, no. It, it, and at that point, th- there's like a pause in the conversation. And I could tell, I don't know if they were listening, but I was like, look, I just, I can't emphasize enough that if, <laughs> if I get this order and I open it and I get home and there's not extra croutons, so help me God. And they interrupted and they were like, sir, I will personally see to it that you get your extra croutons. And when I received my order at home and I looked through it, do you know what I found? You want to guess not, what I found, Jason? Not extra croutons. No, I did get extra croutons but I didn't have a salad. There's no salad to go with it. So if you like the idea of enjoying <laughs> delicious Southern cuisine in the comfort of your own home, and you're okay with knowing that you're not going to get everything you order, go to crackerbarrel.com slash extra croutons right now to schedule your to-go order for tonight. That's crackerbarrel.com slash E-X-T-R-A-C-R-O-U-T-O-N-S. Cracker Barrel to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got so focused on the extra croutons. You made them the so salad. focused on it. But who, what kind of, what kind of maniacs? Like, I just want a small container of croutons. No other. What kind of maniac that. goes through their child's orders and then triples down on the croutons on the side salad from Cracker Barrel to go for themselves? Because I just want the croutons, and I wanted to be chill with the kids. Or I was like, you know, uh, bacon and pancakes, whatever, syrup if you want to. No worries though. We got some here. Blah blah blah. I'm a chill customer, but focus with me. <laughs> Because I freaking need these croutons. I need to feel something tonight. And I need the crunch of that croutons and the golden baked goodness. And they just forgot the salad. Unbelievable. All right. So for this week's cameo, close to the pin, we are going to go with a mainstay of the AFC North. uh, And that is Ray Lewis, who once was detained for perhaps participating in murder. He was later found out to not have participated in that murder. Um, Allegedly. There there was a weird moment where it was like, hey, um, there's a guy who is probably going to win Super Bowl MVP and he might have had a hand in a murder. And that was just like a, I'm not going to say not of, Or might not have. It, I, I guess turned out later he was not, but it was just a weird moment. It was a weird moment in the NFL, you know? And uh, I think Jamal Lewis won the MVP that year. So it was both Lewis's like up to stuff, one just less murdery. But then ironically, <laughs> allegedly, ironically, didn't Jamal Lewis go to jail for like having like a brick of Coke? Um, and that like really changed. It was just, it was, it was a weird time. It was a weird time Coca- in the NFL. Coca-Cola? No, no, no. Brick of uh, the, the the other Coke. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get it. No. Can you describe it for me, please? No, it's white and it makes you do things quickly and not always <laughs> wisely. I think that helps. Huh. Okay. So Ray Lewis cameo. Let me think here. Ray Lewis. My number is $250. Okay. I went with 152. And this Jersey definitely number. feels like a charity fella. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. That might be like a side quarter of a point bet. Uh, I'm going to say no charity. You're going to say charity? Yes. Okay. Survey says it is not charity. So quarter of a point. But welcome to the win column, my friend. My dream was a prophecy. His number is 330, $330. $330? What a random number. I know. I I felt for sure it was going to be a jersey number, a Jace. I want you Um, to know that I did give you that quarter quarter of a point because I did say yes to it in verbal contract. I don't know why I said that and I shouldn't have, but Mm. thank you for having that dream. I'd like to dedicate this award to (laughs) everybody out there listening. All the the jugglers out there who juggle in obscurity. You know who you are. Juggalos, juggling juggalos, ICP. Is that a Jugs jugs pitching machines. Those are great. Jugs pitching machines. Man, we had to clarify that one quick, but we yeah, did. We jugs did. pitching machines is what we're Not shouting out right now. objectifying terms like jugs. We don't do that here. That, Not welcome. That new football jugs machine that like yeah. can... Have you seen that thing? It's got like six or eight... It can hold six or eight balls at the same time, <laughs> and then it shoots them, and it's like controlled by like technology and, and, and whatnot. I would like to dedicate this episode to you describing what a uh, football jugs machine does and like how it shoots. No, but it's a new like one. It's got like an interface and all this stuff. It's like brand new. No further idea. A lot of hand gestures. Also, Jughead from Riverdale. You're out there, bud. Shout and out, this Jughead. Is, this one's for you. This one's for you, man. Shout out, Jugs Catering. Is that here in Indy? I, think? I don't know that. Yeah, that's shout not, out, Jugs Catering. National. Yeah, okay. Not a sponsor, but could be a fake sponsor later. Who knows? Mm. We'll see. Maybe we should start making the fake sponsors like uh, local mom and pop, but like still ragging on them. But like, hey, at least they got some attention. 
okay, I don't hate that, but I don't I also don't want to like harsh their mellow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to go after real. Let's big workshop it. Fat we'll cats. workshop it. Yeah. Next week will be all billionaires. All billionaires. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, okay, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. For you remember, please follow the show on Twitter at OU Achievers and on Instagram at Over Under Achievers. Also, if you want to spread the word. We'd love if you do that. Uh, you can do so by leaving a five-star rating and review, or, which is better, sharing the show with a friend. I'm Knox. He's Jason. He's Nick.